With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Well, well, well. It is 10.30 p.m. on a Wednesday. Listening to my voice. I'm like, hey, you, you know. If you're listening to my voice, that can only mean that you are on live on the greatest Neo Soul show on the web, powered by XTDL.com. And I, they call it Q-Man. And along with T. Mitch, is a powerful 60 minutes of soulgasm. What's up, Mitch? Hey, Mitch. Okay. Maybe we're having some problems with T. Mitch there. So. So far this week, we have had. Yeah, no problems. Oh, you're there. Yeah, I'm here. But I thought we lost you there. No, it was just, um, you know, taking a second to settle in and and wind down. It's been a a very um, impactful day, I guess you could say. So a lot was going on. So just for that little moment, I was uh, taking care of some some stuff out the way from the microphone. But I am here. Okay, good. Ready to go. How you feeling, man? Hey, I'm feeling good, man. Feeling good. Weather's broke. Yeah, I, know you, yeah, I know you like it when the weather breaks. I do. How was your week? I am having a good week. Surprisingly. I really am. I'm in a good mood. Which is rare. Especially on a Wednesday. No, I'm, I'm chilling. In a good mood. Okay. Well, uh, everything is... Is good over here. Shout out to everybody listening. Welcome to the, the Neo Solo Show. Um, before we go any further, uh, because for the last couple of weeks, we've kind of gotten away from doing something that we were doing. So um, shout out to MJ for all the help that our producer has um, been giving and and stepping in and making things a lot easier and more frustrating um, for the cute man and myself. <laughs> um yeah, again, shout out to MJ. We didn't shout out the last couple of weeks uh, before she says anything. Shout out to MJ. Uh, we opened the show with Charge. Um, last week's guest was Carmen Rogers, who was also um, XDL.com's Artist of the Month. We had an amazing interview with her. She gave us some tidbit information about her album, Stargazer. And uh, one particular song on the album that actually was supposed to be the name of the album originally, she got all in Q-Man's grill about what appeared to be him snacking on some Marvel Redenbacher. (laughs) You got a kick out of that, didn't you? I did. I absolutely did. So it was an amazing show. Um, You can check out last week's show, which I believe is being posted right now um, in all of our recorded shows either on iTunes at the Neo Soul Show podcast or at blogtalkradio.com slash the Neo Soul Show all of our recorded shows are there so again shout out to Carmen Rogers um, that song Charge is featuring Anthony David very very nice melody she told us that um, the 14 string orchestra the same orchestra that played with Stevie Wonder for the songs in the Key of Life album that you hear in the background of that song, so big things with Miss Carmen Rogers. And we're gonna have another really, really good show tonight. Um, tonight's guest was completely and entirely found, listened to, researched, and booked by MJ. So she is sinking or swimming with tonight's show. Wow. Every other one was kind of, she would send it to me, and I would listen, or I would send it to her, and we would listen, and we would collectively decide on it. She mm. flew by the seat of her pants on this one, alone, listened, booked her, and everything. Trying to get another promotion. <laughs> so, yeah, Lydia Renee is the guest tonight on the Neo Soul Show. 
Um, so she's going to be on a little bit later. We're going to play some of her, her music um, before Q-Man and I get into, you know, the tomfoolery that is us chatting. There's some, um, some neo soul, there's some soul music news and events I wanted to touch on a little bit. Uh, Kenya McGuire Johnson, her video Let Go is playing on centrictv.com. So big shout out to Kenya McGuire Johnson. Anytime an indie artist can get their videos posted on websites, that's, that's a big deal. Um, big shout out to Tracy Cruz, who has a um, an interview on the local, like like their version of Channel 7 here on the East Coast, local news out in California, interviewing her. Um, she's a, a vocal coach out in um, California, which is which is pretty cute, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, um, since we interviewed Tracy, and Tracy told us that her vocal coach was Lettucey. Oh, yeah. So, you know, kind of nice how that comes full circle for her. Shout out to Tracy Cruz. Uh, shout out to Lady B. Smooth. Um, I mentioned that she debuted a poetry hip-hop video entitled I Be Hip-Hop um, via Facebook. I do believe that it's up for view now. So, again, shout out to Lady B. Smooth. Uh, May 14th, uh, Vivian Green is going to be performing at Salsa Con Fuego out in the Bronx on tomorrow, May 14th at 7 p.m. Next Thursday, May 21st, also at Salsa Con Fuego, Case is going to be performing. That should be nice, doing some of his greatest hits. I was listening to the radio today, and a Case song came on, and I I had to look at the station. I didn't know what I was listening to. (laughs) I haven't heard a Case song in a long time. And, of course, uh, May 16th, we have two artists performing. Um, SNIV is going to be in Montclair, New Jersey, at a Tinker House. Uh, the password is House Meat. And uh, go to a Dinkra House on Twitter, A-D-I-N-K-R-A, House, so you can get your tickets. It's $20. Check out SNIV. And Such is going mm-hmm. to be at Frank's Lounge and Eclectic Entertainment. Also on May 16th, $7 in advance and $10 at the door. So those are the events, everything that's going on. And another big event, happy birthday to one of the wonders of the world, Mrs. Stevie Wonder. I have no idea, I have no idea how old Stevie is because I just, I just say that he's timeless. But today is his birthday. Oh, wow. So, Happy birthday to the man that has given us, you know, some of the most amazing songs that we have ever heard in our lifetimes mm-hmm. that people will be getting married to and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So that's all the, the news and events. So last week, Q, just something mm-hmm. I, wanna, I think I, I might just start doing on the show. I know we let you end the show. You say something positive to everybody. I'm thinking about being um, very crude and sarcastic in the beginning of the show. So no idea what we're going to call that segment, but I feel that coming. <laughs> there are just some things that I just need to get off my chest before you end the show and be all nice and positive. I feel like I need to just... I need to, I need to get this stuff off my chest and just be extremely negative. So, I'm thinking that I want to talk about... I went to the movies and I saw Unfriended. Are you Unfriended? aware of this movie, Joe? Yes. No, I've Unf- never heard of that. Unfriended. Now let me let me explain Unfriended. I went to the movie theater to see a wholesome film. Mm-hmm. And when I went to the theater to see that wholesome film, I saw the preview for Unfriended. Okay. And okay. it was um six teenagers on a Skype call and then there's this random Skype call person that's in their call. And whoever this person is throughout this film will will strategically and periodically just start killing them one by one. So we kind of got that feel that it was going to be like the new age slasher film. So I was like, you know what? We grew up in, in the Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th and Michael Myers. Let me go see a new age type of slasher film, right? <laughs> so with the whole Unfriended, I guess it's called Unfriended because it's, it's using the social media aspect of 
you know, Facebook with friend and unfriending. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I give this movie a shot after I hear really good things about it. So I, I watch this film, and I'm thinking I'm about to see some love crap, and I don't do that. That's why I didn't like Twilight. I can't stand a love story. I just want to see yeah. people die, and I want to see them die because they deserve to die. I feel you. Q, I've, since the first Nightmare on Elm Street, I can't remember the last time I was terrified in a movie theater. No, you weren't. I was frightened. And it wasn't a lot of people in. It wasn't a lot of people in the theater. So I was actually looking around, thinking that maybe the movie theater had set this up so that they could just pop up and scare me because there was nobody else there. It was absolutely terrified. I'm not going to give away the whole plot of the film, but it's the one-year wow. anniversary. It's the one-year anniversary of one of the girls committing suicide because one of those six posted an embarrassing video of her. So it's kind of like cyberbullying. And so this girl kills herself. And on the one-year anniversary, she has come back to their their daily Skype call to exact her revenge. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> so it so it, it turned out to be this really really good movie. But here's that cool rude thing that I'm talking about. So I'm watching this film, and I go from being terrified. Oh my God, who's going to die next? Wow, this is a really good film. To immediately being angered because this film is rated R. So the majority of people who need to see this message, who need to see what bullying can do and what cyberbullying can do, will not be able to see this unless their parents take them and their parents are not going to take them. And now I'm pissed off with the movie industry once again. You have pimped a few dollars out of us to scare the people who are going to get this whole slasher thing. We're going to love what you've done. And you, it's from first person. You know us older folk. We love the first person horror movies because that's how we see it. It almost that's makes right. you feel like you're in it. The whole time right. you're looking at a computer screen from the main character's point of view. Absolutely amazing. Like the Blair Witch Project. All of that. That made the last episode. Amazing view. But you and I are going to get it but we don't bully. We don't cyberbully. But what about the 13 and 14-year-old and the 15-year-old that are posting these hashtags like kill yourself or go jump off a cliff and go through this? They can't see it unless their parent takes them and their parent won't take them because these reviews are so great about how terrifying this movie is. So this vicious cycle. You put this movie out, you think that we, we could use this movie to promote something positive but stop the bullying so children stop killing themselves and th- and that, that does seem to be not what the movie was pushing out but it is what you get from the movie and it also I feel like it also points to how we have thrown the word friend around on social media just because someone mm-hmm. clicked to add you as a friend that don't mean y'all are friends there are a lot of y'all that are friends with me on Facebook I don't know you I probably yep. know you but don't but don't like you <laughs> And to be honest with you, I probably only accepted your friend request so I could see what was going on in your life. <laughs> but we throw that word around, we throw that word around so much that by the end of the film, I don't know if any of them were actually friends. But at the end of the day, I left the movie theater. I didn't go to sleep that night because I thought that the killer was in my room. I thought that I had somehow pissed off by going to see the film. Oh wow. I didn't get any sleep because every creak and crack that the house makes, you know, the houses just do that. They just make noise. I thought it was her. Oh, shoot. She was in my Wi-Fi. I didn't want to use my phone. I didn't do the tablet. I didn't even create tonight's show at the website until today. I was not touching anything. <laughs> terrified. Terrified. But at the same time, pissed off because that movie will go, will go down as a great movie but it won't reach the masses that it needs to reach. This bullying crap will continue for another generation or so. I'm, I, I need the movie that is going to... I, I just can't, I can't with these rating systems. I can't with the, the making of the money, but not making the point. Like I need more conscious films that are just that are out there to influence the masses and not make a buck. Yeah. That was the perfect movie to be PG-13 so that teenagers that have freedom in this world can go see it and learn something from it. Mm-hmm. 
but they won't. I wanted to get that off my chest before I told everything. I wanted to tell everybody how good it is. It's a good movie. If you are not a fan of, of bullying and you didn't bully anybody, you want a good laugh, you want to be scared for the first time in a very, very long time, probably since the first or second saw, go see Unfriended. I'm giving that to T. Mitch Stamp for pool. It's a very, very good movie. It's worth whatever you're paying for movies these days because I didn't pay a lot. You'll probably be thinking the same thing I'm thinking. If you know anyone that bullies and you're a parent, go take your bullying child to see this film. It is worth the crying. It's worth washing their sheets the next day. They won't bully anyone anymore. So you should take you should take your guys on to see it. You look like you sound like you want to see it. I think you should go see it. Yeah, I want to see it. It was good. If it's not good, then, you know, we'll come up with some bet or something like that. But it was really, 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 really good. Yeah. I might check that out. I'm actually going to watch it again. Yeah? Yeah. Like, it was that good. I'm going to watch it again. But that's what I did. That was my week. Um, I went to Bible study on Tuesday also, but <laughs> that's not a part of my team. I'm not going to talk about them. Shout out to everybody at New Hope and um, Elevate, but they're not a part of my team. I'm not going to do that to them. <sighs> so we good, man? Everything good? You got anything else you want to get off your chest? Oh, man. I don't know. Nothing. Not we, got all, we got this sports stuff going on. I think the Hawks just went up 3-2. to two. You don't got nothing you want to talk about? Uh, you know, um, I haven't really been able to catch much of the NBA with all the things I have going on. I will tell you that um, the play that I was in, mm-hmm. it was selected at the National Black Theater Festival. I need you to say that one more time because I don't think people get the magnitude of what you just said. Say it again. I was in to be on the National Black I wish we had an applause button. <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud of you. So even though I plan to just sit around, now I will still on the road to shoot you back August 3rd to August 3rd. Wow. Yeah. That's so, big, man. Yeah, yeah, they're going to get me an understudy for that Saturday, like week on Saturday. Nice, man. Nice. I am really, 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 really proud of you. That's a big Wow, that was perfect. So this is what we're going to do. That was the perfect segue. Just let everybody ponder on that for a second. So again, shout out to everybody that is listening. Um, whether you're listening from your cell phone, desktop, whatever it is that you're doing. If you want to listen from your cell phone, the number is 347-237-5212. And then you can just listen. Or you can join us at blogtalkradio.com. Um, find the show, The Neil Social Presents Lydia Renee. You can listen there and join uh, our producer MJ and Sister Sweet and everybody else in the chat room. Um, Q Man will be in there shortly, yeah. and uh, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Like I would normally say, in the mean in the in in the meantime, in between time, we're gonna get into some music. We're playing two songs tonight from tonight's guest, uh, Lydia Renee, and when we come back, Lydia will be on the line with us and it'll be time for me to scare the living daylight out of hell with some questions so if MJ is ready we're going to get out of here and get some music again from tonight's guest Lydia Renee it's the Neil Soul Show we'll be right back
Still two stepping oh. over here. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. You could tell when somebody's from Joycey. Yeah, That's yeah. What I'm talking about. T Mitchell, you ready? Hold on, hold on. Before we before we bring her on, did you enjoy that though? That was fantastic, man. Because you know you got to give credit where credit is due. You know, you knew you knew it was going to be fantastic. She's from Jersey. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I, I guess. But she, you know, she. Well, I'm not going to take away from you know what, what you're getting ready to do. But ooh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> That was good. I don't know if anybody is, 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 is listening. And, well, I know people are listening, but if you're not listening, you need to get, get to where we are. Get in the chat room. We are getting ready to bring Lydia on. The chat with Lydia for a little bit. Um, if you can follow right now, you can follow everything on Twitter. I think Twitter is alive right now. I'm, I'm at G. underscore Mitch. He is at Q Man Books. Together, we are at the Neil Soul Show. And tonight's guest, at Lydia underscore Renee, that's L-Y-D-I-A underscore R-E-N-E. That was good. It that was, was something, good. That was something special there, Q. It was. Good stuff, man. <laughs> Very good. What was your first thought when you heard it? Must be from Jersey. Really? That's all you got is Jersey? Where all the good stuff is. What? Okay, so we played two songs. I was expecting to get just a little bit more from you, but I know I know what you're doing. You're, you're ready to go ahead and bring her on. So why don't we do that? You go ahead. You ready to go? <laughs> we, we ready yeah, to bring you, her on? Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, you know do what you do. Well, ladies and gentlemen. We're about to bring on our guest, and I am very excited about it. Why? Because she hails from our very own Garden State, New Jersey, by way of Los Angeles, California. And she is a classically trained pianist and accomplished musician who has shared the Grammy stage with... She shared the stage with Grammy Award-winning nominated artists like Eric Roberson and Jaguar Wright and Gene Taylor. And again, you know, she's a native of Mount Holly, which is South Jersey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's got that, that Philly thing going on. And yeah, she yeah. just finished her, her studio album, her, her mm-hmm. debut, Vintage Heart. So we're very excited to talk to her about that. So with that being said... <clears throat> It is it is time. So, ladies, snap your fingers. Men, nod your heads. For the one and only Lydia Renee. <laughs> that was pretty good, man. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. I, I thought so. Do we have our guest on? Oh, I tell me I wasn't heard, Lydia. Up. I could have swore I just heard Lydia, though. Hello? There we go. Oh, there go. she goes. Okay. Okay. I wasn't... <laughs> what? Hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, Lydia. What's going on, man? We are very excited to have you on. And... I'm excited to be here. That was an amazing introduction. Thank you. Yes. Well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. You see, we we get a little extra excited when someone's from where we're from. That's right. Right, right. <laughs> so, before we even get into the interview, let me ask you, how much do you miss White Castle? <laughs> well, um... Being on South Jersey, we actually didn't have too many in the castle. And um, okay. the only one that I knew about was in Pennsylvania. And um, I used to go to that one when I was younger, and I do miss it. <laughs> okay, okay. Because <laughs> I, I don't think I could live without White Castle. But Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard anybody talk about White Castle years. 
I know. I can imagine. You're on the other <laughs> side now. <laughs> so the way it works, T. Mitch is going to ask you some questions. I okay. usually jump in. I jump in periodically, but he's a control freak, so I kind of, you know, you got to let him run the interview. He's going to ask you some personal questions. If anything gets to be a little too personal, just say the word lemons, and he'll back off. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Thank you so much. There's a safe word. That makes no me problem. feel <laughs> You gotta have a safe word with that guy. You gotta have a safe Let's, word with him. Okay. All right, T Mitch, it's all yours. Hey Lydia, what's going on? How you feeling tonight? <laughs> I I feel pretty good, you know. I got my safe word. I'm ready to go. Good, 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 good. I'm, I'm going to catch him one week. We're going to start an interview before the safe word is given. <laughs> so, uh, see you on Twitter. You can see you retweeting everything again. Everybody can join us either in the chat room or on Twitter. That's at Lydia underscore R-E-N-E. Uh, I, I saw your tweet. You know, scare you with the questions. I hope they don't scare you. No, I mean, there is a safe word. Yes. So the first question um, is never really a question. Um, I do know that there is a video on your website that kind of touches on some of this, but just in case anyone hasn't been to your website yet, tell us and tell our listeners a little bit about Lydia Renee. Uh, Lydia Renee is a very happy person. She's like, and she likes cheeseburgers. Like, and we'll take. Um, mm. I do a lot of love songs. I, my therapist is writing love songs, but I write a lot of songs about life also. And, you know, I'm originally from South Jersey. Um, I do a lot of performing in Philly. And I have tons of people out there. And now I'm in LA. And um, I'm doing pretty well about this. So, and. I just released an album, Vintage Heart, that you just played some tracks from. And the album is very, very personal to me. And it's my debut studio album. And it comes from an extremely personal experience. And I just hope people like it and enjoy it. Cool. Okay, that's nice. Nice little, nice little warm-up question. <laughs> So, so my first question is what I'm most curious about. Since Q already asked about the White Castle question, because I'm telling you, I waited, I waited two whole days to ask you about that. You mentioned Vintage Heart is the debut LP, and I wanted to find a, 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 a fresh question. So I guess what I what I want to know, and Q would he likes to know also, because we're both. Uh, we kind of write a little bit ourselves. What was right. your What was your thought process when you when you first sat down and said? Because I know that the title went through, you know, as you as you put it, metamorphosis. What was your thought process going in? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna make an LP, and this is what I'm gonna talk about. It happened somewhat organically, um, as you know, or as you might know. Being an independent artist, uh, sometimes it's a little bit difficult to put deadlines on things. Um, mm-hmm. So my first goal was to just get one studio song done. I didn't have any before I did this album at all. <laughs> I had a live album that was out in uh, 2009, but I didn't have any solid studio tracks that I could pass around. So my first goal was Lydia, just get a good studio track going. And um, as one song happened, then another song happened, then another song. And typically with my music, um, I definitely reach into personal experiences. Um, whatever relationship I was in then or whatever I was going through or seeing my friends go through <laughs> seeing my friends go through you know the dating scene and being single um, you know my friends are like my family and if you mess with my friends you mess with me <laughs> so you know just 
and the tumultuous things and relationships that were going on, that's where I get my inspiration from. Uh, my thought process was really just to be um, as vulnerable as possible. I, you know, sometimes it's hard to put yourself out there in such a personal way. <laughs> um, so I wanted to make it as relatable and as real and as vulnerable as possible so people can get it and understand it. Maybe it'll help them. Maybe it'll change their situation. Maybe they'll realize something from listening to this song. Okay. Hmm. Okay, I can dig that. I like that. All right, Q, come on. Jump on in there. I knew you was going to get me as soon as I started snacking. I knew it. I knew it. Like you didn't learn, man. You do that every week, man. You want me to ask a question for you? No, I got it. Okay. Tell me, well, what we usually do is ask, I always ask who were the musical influences growing up. Now, tell me who they were and then tell me the one that you always have to stop and sing along with. Oh, that's that's kind of a cool uh, question. Um, so, yeah, I, I had a ton of musical influences when I was growing up. Um, the first people that come to mind are... I need a baker and Sade because um, in Philly there was a jazz station that my parents used to listen to all of the time. And as you know, with smooth jazz, it's not very much singing. So I remember knowing every single word to Sade and Anita Baker's songs growing up because wow. they were radio so much. And of course, I love both of those artists. Um, a lot of funk bands like, you know, Earth, Wind and & Fire and Power of Power and <laughs> a lot of people like that. Um, you know, of course, Stevie Wonder and Donnie, those people. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, right. Other singer-songwriters like James Taylor and Carol King. Um, oh, of course, Chuck Todd also. A ton of people. So, um, person that I have to stop and sing along with, um, I would have to say, (laughs) um, probably Anita Baker. Okay. Or Jill Scott, of course. Jill Scott, yes, Lord. That's my, (laughs) that's my child's mother. She just don't know it yet. (laughs) Okay. See what I gotta put up with? <laughs> what? This child's mother. We gonna move on. Sorry, Joe. Doesn't know it yet. What? I'm not embarrassed so, about this. So um, this is this is. Let's get this out. You know now while we're, while we're talking about it. Um, and if anybody wonders, Lydia brought it up. It wasn't me. So Lydia, what would you say is one of the most difficult? Um, things and then also one of the, I guess, underappreciated things about being an indie artist. Okay, I would say <clears throat> that one of the most difficult things is um, the fact that you are independent, so you don't have <clears throat> the major label money and the major label budget to. You're doing essentially a lot of things on your own. Um, You're making connections on your own. You're creating your own brand. Yes, you can hire people to do certain things, but you're not working with a budget of a major label artist. You're Mm -hmm. working with a limited amount of resources. So, in fact, you kind of have to get really creative as an independent artist. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. I think that's one of the most difficult things. Uh, one of the most underappreciated things is I don't think people realize how much independent artists do on their own. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 I think um, people kind of look at you and they kind of see, um, I don't know, I don't think they see all the work that led up to where 
you're at right now, even if you're not, you know, super well-known, I think people kind of don't realize how much work goes into it. Um, a lot of times I'm, you know, I'm producing, I'm writing, I'm doing my artwork, I'm, you know, hiring PR people or I'm contacting blogs, magazines, myself, I'm contacting mm-hmm. newspapers. I'm putting my own small tour together. You know, I hire my musicians. Um, wow. I run rehearsals. I book rehearsal space. Um, <clears throat> you know, along with the help of maybe one other person, I mm-hmm. do a lot. And sometimes <laughs> it's definitely wow. overwhelming. The reward is mm-hmm. that every, everything that you make, you get to keep. You don't have to give it to anybody else but yourself. Right. Um, but I think that the hard work that me and other people put into this thing is definitely not really appreciated. Okay. Mm. I appreciate your honesty. Well yes. Yes, indeed. Because <laughs> that was definitely See, one of Mitch? the questions that I'm kind of used to people dancing around. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was going to ask, do you want to handle the question that's in the chat room? Well, I am away from the chat room, so why don't you go ahead and and, um, ask the question in the chat room. Okay. Uh, One of our guests in the chat room asked, they said they believe that you recently did a mini tour on the East Coast. I know she also performs in L.A., does she feel that there is a different vibe that she gets received from the West Coast and East Coast? Ooh, that sounds like a trap question. <laughs> it does. It does sound like a trap question. I love question. it. I love it, though. <laughs> <laughs> people, people actually ask me that a lot. And, um, of course, it's very, very different. L.A. Mm-hmm. is the place you come to make your dreams come true. Oh, I'm going, to ho- I'm going to Hollywood. I have big dreams. So in in moving out here, if anybody that decides to move out here or has moved out here, you're dealing with a very talented group of people because everybody that was the best in their hometown moved out here. So mm-hmm. the talent level is on a different level because mm-hmm. whoever was the best singer in, you know, Willacoochee, Georgia, is now moving out. <laughs> from Atlanta, New York, you know, Philly, wherever, you know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of talented people out here. Um, mm-hmm. I will say that the, the audience is very forgiving in Los Angeles. Um, okay. You know, they, it's not, you don't get scared to perform in front of the audience. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, if people like you they'll come to your show you know and if you're good they'll come a lot of times mm-hmm. in Philadelphia I made a lot of great friends and I have a lot of amazing mentors and so many talented people in Philadelphia but at a certain point I felt like I I had hit a ceiling where I knew everybody I had done everything that I could I knew everybody mm-hmm. that you know I had made all the connections that I could make, and I kind of had to do something different. And that could mm-hmm. be anywhere. Your hometown um, usually tends to respect you a little bit more or receive you more warmly when you leave and then come back. Um, even though I had a huge audience in Philadelphia, sometimes I would struggle to pack certain shows out. And um, when I left and came back, I, every single show I did was back in Philly, nice. and um, Delaware, mm-hmm. which, you know, was kind of different from when I left initially just a year ago. So um, I think with anybody, when you leave your hometown and come back, People are always going to look at you like, wow, if you really did it, you really left, you know? <laughs> right, right. People just kind of look at you like you actually did it, and they receive you a little bit more warmly. I mean, just, you know, 
just like the roots. Mm-hmm. The roots were from Philadelphia, and people knew they were talented, but they weren't. Mm-hmm. They weren't really for them until they left Philly. Right. So, you know, um, there's a different vibe, but you know, it's not a bad thing. Way <laughs> okay. to clean that up. <laughs> so we're gonna slide on past that so the next yeah, question yeah, well. since, since, we're, since we're talking about performing I am loving that, that that question it led me right into my next one since we're talking about performing on a different coast so we know you have a, a show coming up on May 26th at um, Skinny's Lounge then we have July 9th we have July 9th at Room 5, and obviously Q and I are much more interested in July 15th at SOBs. Right. <laughs> so since yeah. you're going to be at SOBs, the question is, and this is my favorite question to ask artists, what, what should one expect at a Lydia Renee performance? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody can expect, well, the audience can expect um, a lot of personal stories from Lydia Renee's performance. Um, you know, I don't talk people to death, but I try to, you know, share a little bit of myself. Um, one thing that I love that other artists do is they share themselves, you know, so you feel as though you know them when the performance is over. Um, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes artists will sing and they'll sing through their whole set list and they won't say anything to you. And mm. I've kind of been talking to the audience, um, you know, asking questions, <laughs> trying to see what participants about tell personal stories about certain songs and certain situations. And um, I just try to share as much of myself as possible in a very kind of casual atmosphere to where you feel like you know me at the end of the performance or at least my goal is that you know a little bit more about me when it's all said nice oh yeah, get, to, get to know you better so, okay that sounds yeah. like the, the brotherly love okay <laughs> that, that didn't sound Hollywood at all no it didn't it didn't it wasn't Hollywood at all let's go some Mount Holly in it okay all right. All right. <laughs> Q, you got so, one more? Do, yeah, I want to know, do we get carte blanche if we come to SOBs? Or? Uh, I don't have the details yet, but I will stay in touch. <laughs> Please do, because I was going to ask you if it was going to be David Levy and we were going to be rocking you while we listen to Lydia Renee. I just, I just wanted to know if David Levy was going to be introducing you. Uh, I think Eric Robeson will be. It's uh, Soul Village. Mr. Robeson is in the building. Okay. Oh wow. Okay, we, oh, I think we might have to we might have to step out that night. You get the get the sleeve shoes out for that one. You know, if E Robe is going to be there, then all the women are going to be there. <laughs> you are the worst. That's probably very true. <laughs> okay, so I guess um. The, the last thing, since we, we already talked about where you're going to be at, just tell everybody where they can find you and your music. If they want to reach out to you, contact you. If you want to buy this guitar. Okay. Um, my music is available on LydiaRenee.com L-Y-D-I-A-R-E-N-E.com and this chart is available on iTunes as well as Amazon MP3 as well as Bandcamp at livingrenee.bandcamp.com. And uh, you can reach me on Instagram at Lydia Renee S, with the letter S at the end of Lydia Renee. Twitter, of course, is, as we already said, at underscore Renee. Um, <clears throat> And Facebook.com slash Lydia Renee. Okay. Now, before we go, Q, is a question that you have been asking that I absolutely love that you asked the artist. Do you remember the question? Um, the question that I usually ask last? 
No, not the one you usually ask last, but the big one. The like, if they could then with the, the right, one, the right. one, the, yeah, that one, gonna, that one. I was gonna ask that. Okay. Way ahead of you. <laughs> our final I question. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't hear lemon. So go ahead. Yeah. Our final question. You have the opportunity to perform for Barack and Michelle Obama. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. You you can only perform one song. Which one would you perform and why? Mm-hmm. Rock and the snow. Um, that's a very, very good question. And I would probably agonize over that decision <laughs> for like weeks and weeks and weeks <laughs> and then change my mind at the last minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! Well, <clears throat> I guess it depends. Um, it will either be a toss-up between a very personal song by myself or something mm-hmm. like a an extremely Stripped down cover of like Stevie Wonder's like moving in the sky or something. Okay, I can rock with that. We'll take that. I can rock with that. We'll take that. You can't that. go wrong with Stevie. You just can't. <laughs> and it's your birthday. Yes, it is. And it's true. And it's Stevie. It's true. Okay. And well, you know what. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. accept that. We'll accept that answer. <laughs> or a gospel song. People can't get mad at you if you do a gospel song. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> now, T. Mitch, you want to hear something funny? What's that? In the chat room, we were asked to ask her that again because it sounded PC. Did you? Oh, I don't know who said it. They are in my head. Because yeah. I'm like, wait, a personal song? You just told us that every song is personal mm-hmm. and some, it, it touched somebody or you. or li- We listen to the I mean, answers that we are given. Yeah, I mean, we want to know which song and why. And I want, it, I, I want everybody to notice, even the producer cut the instrumental, we want to answer we <laughs> okay. Uh, if I were if I were to do a song that was written by myself, I would probably do um, "That's Life," and um, "That's Life" is on my album. And the reason mm-hmm. that I would do "That's Life" is because number one, it's a song about life. And it's about not being afraid to kind of feel your feelings as they come to you. A lot of times people feel as though they are being weak or they're not being strong because they feel an emotional reaction to something or maybe their emotions are taking them somewhere that they don't want to go. But I think it's important to feel your feelings as they come to you because that's what makes life so special and you're not weak, you're not sad, you're not a punk because you have to cry at something. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I just think it's important to live life to the fullest and part of that is feeling your emotions and not letting them bottle up because that can turn into something dangerous. Very nice. well put. It I took appreciate, some season, but we got yes, it. I appreciate that so much that we're going to open <laughs> next week's show with that life. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Thank you. Look, look, look at God. <laughs> that was fantastic. Well, you survived a night with I us. I did. <laughs> and was, we appreciate it. We appreciate you hanging out with us a little bit, and we we will make the effort to try to get up to SOBs. 
It's the Neo Soul Show pays for it. Well, you know, we are. Anyway. <laughs> yes, Lydia. Thank you for, for spending some, some time with us. I can't with him. I, I just can't. Oh. Well, we will be following you on Twitter and keeping up with what you got going on. And make sure you Definitely. let us know also what you got going on. Definitely. I sure will. All right, Lydia. Well, we will talk to you soon. You take care of yourself. All right, you too. Bye. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> that was good. I appreciated that. And I, I meant what I said. We're going to open next week's show with that slice so everybody can, can hear it and, and hear what Barack and Michelle will hear. Okay. And now, without further ado, because I'm looking at the clock, and we just had such a great time, <laughs> we went over. We are going we to sure quickly, did. We're going to quickly get into uh, QT with the Q-Man. Um, very, very, very briefly. Um, in the NFL, which is the National Football League, African-American players are often suspended for many different infractions, one of which is marijuana, which is considered a misdemeanor. Adrian Peterson spanked his child and let's face it it was deplorable but honestly it was also only a misdemeanor when you think of Barry Bonds you think of a man that used steroids but was never proven to use them never failed a test and never admitted to using them yet when you think of home run kings you don't think of him because he is tainted now good old boy Tom Brady I do like was caught cheating in a league where African American players are suspended all the time and Tom Brady got a four game suspension and the world is up in arms at how Tom Brady is being treated unfairly he is actually getting what he deserved because he was complicit in what he did taking air out of those footballs when someone does something wrong in the NFL, you have to suspend them. Just ask the African American players. That's all I got, T Bitch. Wow. Love it. As always. And next week on the Neo Soul Show, we get a little grown. We take things back a little bit. Hope that everybody that listens tonight listens in again next week. The Chancellor of Soul, Mike Boone, will be with us yeah. for Wednesday. Yeah. We will be spotlighting Donnie Hathaway. So not only are we going to get a little of that life from Lydia Renee, but we are going to get a musical montage from Donnie Hathaway. And then, of course, the Chancellor Soul is going to teach us and take us on a trip down memory lane with his entire soulful career. Awesome. And then the week following that, we're going to have an invitation playlist from a listener. It's also her all birthday. Right. So she's going to be live on air, turned all the way up for her birthday and she's going to bring us on the songs that she has in rotation in her CD, iPod, whatever kids listen to the music nowadays. Cool. So, so again, he's at Q-Man Books. I am at T.Mitch. We are at The Neo Soul Show. Uh, follow us on Blog Talk Radio at blogtalkradio.com slash The Neo Soul Show. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Neo Soul Show. Um, as always, the show is powered by XCDL and XCDL.com. Yes, bad time. Check out XCDL.com for your music reviews and articles. And again, the artist of the month is Carmen Rogers over at XCDL.com. Q, I am good. And take your bad kids to go see Unfriended. We'll be back next week when we try to do better. Check out XCDL.com. Me and T. Majorada here. Have a good week. Good night, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.